May I orbit your belt, sweetheart? Hmm. Yeah, I'll let you orbit my belt. <laughs> as long as you want till midnight. They <laughs> 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 have started recording, by the way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought I thought it might be worth capturing what's really happening here. Because <laughs> this is what we do before. <laughs> just oh, Jesus. Just just watching videos of weird Chris Chan moments. The same videos of Chris Chan that have been available for years. <laughs> yeah. And they just don't ever get tiring or old. Yeah. <laughs> what? Very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I did an awesome fucking job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah, we get it. All right. Yeah, let's, um, <laughs> let's actually do the thing. Yeah, I, I apologize, gentlemen. I'm fucking with my watch. No, it's um, a really good. It's a it's a good ease back in. We haven't done a podcast hey, in uh, you know months. Hey, so. beautiful people. How are you? I actually kind of feel like maybe one podcast should just be us watching. Chris Chan. Yeah, hey, that's fine with me. <laughs> with little commentary. <laughs> just, just playing it. It's, just, it's, like a, it's like a commentary track, but no one says anything. <laughs> I just watch Gino's documentary all the way through. Yep. With Yeah, and say very little. Yeah, like yeah almost nothing. That would be a good idea. Yeah. That's about as much effort as we put into the podcast in a while anyway. <laughs> yeah, that would actually be more. That would be more effort. It was the end of December the last time we podcasted. Yep. Fuck me. And, and we said we were going to do a best of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. Remember how we said we were going to do a best of? Yeah. yeah. Well, we are, but just not right now. Just like next. Maybe next year. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe never. Maybe never again. <laughs> maybe never again. I think we actually got intimidated. Yeah. At, at least I did. Because we had two years worth of shit. Well, well, that and I mean, it was the holidays. That's true. Um, it's just like, you know, we we have two complete seasons worth of stuff to go through for the best of. That's a lot to listen to. Yeah, yeah. And I started well, to feel the pressure. Two complete seasons. <laughs> it was twelve episodes last season. Yeah, that's true. And like thirteen the season. Remember before. when we would do one a week and be yeah. like, oh man, on top of it. Yeah, people cared. <laughs> Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, no. We've successfully waited ourselves out. I think that's good. <laughs> I think we don't have anyone to uh, to. No one's waiting for this now. Yeah. So it's actually probably really good. <laughs> yeah. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Um, well, that's a little weight off my shoulders. Yeah. Right. Just like don't try. So trying sucks. <laughs> so we've there's kind of a lot's happened uh, uh-huh. since December. I lost I uh, lost my job. Got a new job. Hmm. Uh. The uh, getting married in under two months, dude. That's crazy. It's so. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the fact that it's yeah, snuck get, up I'm, like this. I'm getting married in like six weeks. Is is oh, what it is. Holy shit! <laughs> six weeks. Um, this week, I'm um, I'm gonna go. Like I said last night, I'm gonna go straight to uh, a men's warehouse and get the suits finalized. When are you going? Uh, I want uh, sometime this week. I want to see what um when I go in tomorrow to um. Uh, to work, yeah. I want to see. I want to see if they will have a, a schedule for me. Okay. They, they they told me they scheduled three weeks in advance, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah that is good. That I mean, well, it's good in the sense that you know exactly what's up. It's bad in the sense that if you need a day off, you got to get in there early, right? Right. Well, maybe they're flexible though. I don't know. 
Well, I, th- I think that's I think that's kind of the reason why they do it so far in advance. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. The, you'll know three weeks ahead of time when you're working, and and if anything needs to. It's not a big problem if you have to change shifts. It's right. Really yeah. not. Yeah. No, it's built into the system where you can uh, request a swap with someone else, which I'd imagine you talk to them first and then right. do it in the system. You guys both have such doodly jobs. <laughs> I feel like such a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's. What, what Why? You just do you guys do man shit? Do you How like, is tech writing in, not a man shit? It, I don't know. It's a soft bodied, <laughs> soft handed uh we do, baby boy job, and I know it. We we aren't <laughs> we we don't we don't put this much effort into into keeping women out of STEM just so you can say that tech writing is a, is a man job. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Yeah. We worked really hard to keep this just for the boys, so <laughs> Fucking women in STEM, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. Um, no, yes, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, it's gonna I, be sweet. I'm imagining I'm gonna uh, maybe this coming week uh, start a uh, startup on uh, power equipment or something. Maybe, yeah. Well, maybe not this. Coming yeah, you're week. gonna be working with me. I guess we should. Yeah, precursor. You guys gonna be working together. Yeah. yeah. I, I envy the lunches you will have. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good, dude. Yeah, I mean we're not we're not in the same department. We're actually on opposite ends of the store, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I bet you could have lunches at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah, you could work out a lunch. That's nice. Working with your friends is good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, uh, what else? What, what else? What's, been, what's been going on with you guys? Oh, Let's shit, see. I, I have. Well, you got you got promoted this year, didn't you? I did get promoted. Yeah, I think since the last time we talked. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's right. You're kind of you're honchoing up there. You're moving up the ladder. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. You sent me that clip the other night of Dale Gribble from King yeah. of the Hill, basically <laughs> like like he's given the tiniest bit of power and it goes completely you're to his fine. head. You're right. <laughs> yeah. They need it. He starts at uh, stick tech. Yeah, <laughs> he's a receptionist. He's a receptionist, but the, the nobody nobody wants to fire anybody else, so they have him come on and be the fire. Yeah, he's the guy they bring in to fire people because he right. does not give a single fucking shit about yeah. anybody, and Glad he's a, he's a receptionist. Yeah, still, Gladstone, you're fired. Back your shit up and get out. <laughs> what would you like to do with unlimited free time and zero income? <laughs> that's a, that's, how, Mr. Gribble, how would you like to make this your permanent job? Firing Gladstone? Gladstone! The guy's like, has his hands in his face. He's trying. Gladstone! <laughs> He's good. Dude, that clip is so fucking good. <laughs> that show is really funny. I know. I think we need to have a King of the Hill night one night. Yeah, we absolutely do. Yeah. Um, just sit around and watch King of the Hill and laugh our asses off. I just, I loved that that tiny responsibility. Yeah, he yeah. was so ready for it, and they kind of set it up because it's like I've exterminated millions of insects with zero regret, kind of thing. <laughs> so like he has no feeling at all for anyone in that office. I actually, I watched it and I got the impression he was climbing the company, yeah. but but I, I'm not really sure he actually does. He just. He just gets to sit in the nice office and fire right. people. And he gets milk, all the milk cartons he wants. <laughs> That's right. People keep offering him a... He says, uh, you got anyone you need fired? I'm still thirsty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I um, fucking love so that. So that's what we've been up to. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's, that's kind of it. You haven't missed anything. That, just there hasn't been, uh, yeah. Goofing <laughs> on the internet and yeah. you know, watching silly things and playing video. 
playing the video and oh and not doing this podcast yeah right and not doing the show right. in <laughs> which case is you guys didn't notice fine. Uh, been absent for a while <laughs> but we're back yeah now we're, we're back and uh as always, we're fucked. We are fucked. We are fucked. The perennial issue. Why are we fucked, gentlemen? Mm. I have I have a reason. Yeah? Let's hear it. Let me start. Let me paint a picture for you. Okay. Okay? Because I was thinking about this. Imagine the, the, the warrior in the tribe that, you know, someone comes in and they have to fight the, the champion of the tribe, right? The big beefy guy. The okay. big bad, right? Yeah. The dude who's practiced and skilled and... Terrific, you know, terrifically strong, and, and he's he's the he's the thing you fear, right? He's practiced, he's built up. Yeah, that was what my asshole was like prior to the <laughs> pandemic. Okay, I had a practiced, disciplined asshole, <laughs> like really fiercely strong, dedicated, knew its job, knew how to do it. I could hold a shit for like a day and a half <laughs> if I had to, and one time I did. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just drop that. <laughs> that happened, yeah, okay, okay, well, no, I went <laughs> I went to see Fish yeah. in Hershey, Pennsylvania, right. hilariously enough, <laughs> and couldn't take a shit. What do you mean by... I couldn't what? because this is my ongoing problem, but also, like, the, the porta-potties are all terrible, and I was sharing a hotel room with, like, six people. Okay. And I just couldn't Who take... Who are also all shitting. Probably, but I didn't know. I and I didn't want to be. You could just find like a subway or something. I didn't. I just didn't. It's my problem. This is my psychosis. So my asshole. Back to my warrior asshole. It was so incredible. It was. It was the big bad. It could handle anything. Yeah. Now my asshole is weak, sad, and pampered. And I don't think I can hold a shit for longer than an hour at this point. Yeah. Which is you that's should, my decline. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do that anyway. You right. shouldn't. It's really bad for you. Yeah. Like holding a piss won't kill you, but holding a shit can. Mm. You can die from holding a shit. Yeah. But why I'm fucked is after all this time at home, working from home, being at home, never going anywhere, I don't have to hold a yeah. shit. Yeah. And I lost that secret sauce. Yeah. Well, you, you got a little ring rust, as they say. <laughs> got a little ring rust. You got a little ring rust yeah. on your asshole. Seal, you know, it used to be like it would hold your, clothes no matter what. Your asshole needs some tune-up fights. <laughs> when, yeah, it's like a boxer coming out of retirement. It's yep. just got to, like, get back in there, you when know, I, square up and learn. When I start actually making money, because I, I don't get paid till next Friday, um, when I when I start actually making money at the job, I, I fully intend to get people to get out of the damn house and come bowling with us. Oh, yeah. Um, that sounds we, great. We stopped doing that during the pandemic oh, as we well. We stopped doing everything. And now yeah. we're really, like, as much as, like, the last time we did this podcast, we were definitely in the let's get back to normal life, right. you know, period. Now we really are. Yeah. There are no mm -hmm. excuses anymore to not go places unless you are, like, for example, if, you, if you're immunocompromised, obviously, right. it's still, I mean, I don't want to act like it's not out there anymore. Oh, but, yeah, it's, a, it's still out there. But for most of us who are vaccinated and uh, you don't have, like, a particular immune problem, yeah, you know, it's just, like, now there are less and less reasons to not go do things. So what yeah. I'm saying is I need to get my asshole back in shape. You got to right. practice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I got to practice. I got to practice holding shits around the house. You got to look up. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta, uh, watch some videos on kegels. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like those are pretty straightforward. You just. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm doing I'm doing them right now. Me too. Yeah, like yeah. The, those videos of of like the women lifting weights with their vaginas. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> like like a plum on the end of a line, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just chain it to a barbell and watch you stand up. Yeah. <laughs> God, if only I was that barbell. <laughs> <laughs> you did a couple of those last night. That was really funny. Thank you. God, to be born a set of stirrups. <laughs> if it, if anyone is, is uh, has any doubt, I, I'm I'm actually not kidding. These videos exist. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're I actual. think I've seen at least yeah, one of them. This yeah, is an actual <laughs> man lifting weights with your pussy is about the most bold thing you can do with your <laughs> pussy. I think you pretty are much bold. They, they're they're durable. Yeah, those things they are, <laughs> as as Betty White reminds us. Uh, R.A.P. Betty White. I think she died in between yeah, the last time did. we did this. She sure did. Who else died? Somebody else died. Mm. A few people died. A few people um, died. I died, but they brought me back. Dude, <laughs> I'm fine. good. I felt. I feel like there was someone who I I was glad that they died, <laughs> but I might just be thinking of Rush Limbaugh again. No, there was someone else. Um, no, no. You know who I'm thinking of? You. I don't think you would be especially glad she died, but it's uh. uh uh, never mind. <laughs> well, um, see, your, see your face. Can't remember her name. Um, Madeline Albright. Matt, I was just gonna say Madeline Albright died yeah. recently. Um, yeah. I I don't really have any, many strong opinions on her. One way or the other. Man, when is time gonna get Kissinger? I don't know. I don't, you mean when that, is that, Kissinger gonna fucking kick it? You mean that war criminal? That war criminal Henry <laughs> Kissinger. That fucking covert Nazi Henry Kissinger. When is time gonna get him? <laughs> I don't um, know. That's a good question. So, uh, so butthole. Um, <laughs> yeah. Chris, why are you fucked? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you guys. I, I, you know, after all this time, it feels stupid, but I don't feel particularly fucked. I, mean, I got, I got one for you. Pretty, I'm pretty happy. You want to talk about your last straw with your old phone? <laughs> Before you oh, finally decided to... That's right. Because that was... That I switched was a, to iPhone. You did. You switched, switched to iPhone. iPhone. I got tired of my Samsungs right. breaking. Yeah. Every one of them breaking and breaking in the same way. Right. Which was the, the weird temperature <coughs> bug with the charger, Yeah, right? it says the, the, char- the battery's too cold to charge. Right. But it's not. No. And uh, yeah, I got tired of my phone not working, so I switched to iPhone. And here we are. What do you think about it? Honestly, you've, you've had it now a couple of months. There's a lot of stuff that it like isn't as user friendly as on Android. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least maybe I just don't know. You still I, trying to figure out where shit is? No, I, I I think I have an idea of where shit is. But it's little things like when you're on a web page and you tap a phone number, right? On an Android, it just it, as soon as you tap it, it'll automatically highlight that number and then pop up and ask if you want to call. It doesn't do that on here. Yeah, it's like a Chrome thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, little things like that. But yeah, I'm sure they're they're wildly different that but way. But it is nice to have a phone that just works. <laughs> it just works. You know what? There is such a thing as Apple magic. Yeah, it just it, it like just legitimately works. I've never had it go slow on me. Nah. <laughs> I mean, when you own every piece of the hardware ecosystem, you can do stuff and it just works. I can't download any right. emulators, I don't think. No, probably not. Yeah, the, that's that's the... That's just that's the big issue is I can't I don't have the amount of freedom that I do with right with Windows or, mm-hmm. or with Linux. But yeah. my phone works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an unfortunate decision to have to make. Do I want my phone to work or do I want, do I want to be able to do anything I want with it? And it doesn't always work. Right. Yeah. Right. That's basically the choice you have. 
But yeah, the, I mean, aside from that, honestly, everything's been pretty good. Uh, yeah, you got a truck in the interim time? I did, yeah. I have a truck now. Yeah, the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Hey, Blaze it, by the way. <laughs> oh, is it 420? It's 420. Oh, Blaze. It's Blaze away, my dudes. <laughs> That's a big... Oh yeah, I we don't say know if we want to talk about yeah, this or not. Yeah, we're we, slowly we, becoming stoners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, do we want to talk about that weed, on this show? Or? Weed is basically legal now. Yeah, so let's talk about the Delta A. Yeah, Delta A is the, le- the legal weed at the moment, perfectly legal. Yeah, um, and it's done. It's done so much more for my anxiety and for my my mental well being than effects or or Wellbutrin. Yeah. Had. Um. I don't think it's a panacea or anything, but when, well, when, no. I, when I do enjoy it, I, really I, I, I really stop being an anxious wreck for the most part, which yeah, is really great. fucking nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, what did you say the other night? You forget to be nervous. Well, I, the other night I said I forget to that I want a beer and I'll end up drinking oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. less than half of what I normally do on an evening where I'm just trying to self-medicate one way. I guess I'm self-medicating another way, but. Right. But it is, it's, I don't know, it's nice. It's it's different. Yeah. It's a better self-medication strategy than, you know, than alcohol. Destroying your liver. You yeah, know? right. You know, I worry sometimes about the little uh, sort of, like, the psychoactive things where I'm like, I'm, sometimes I develop weird thoughts, you know? Yeah. Or, but but I think that's a lot less destructive than my liver slowly yeah, collapsing. Yeah, right. you gotta take the, you know. Right. You gotta take the good with the bad. Yeah. I had an acid flashback the other night. That was cool. <laughs> I was glad to be there for that. Yeah, it was cool. I was like, oh man, this is nice. I'm going with you on this uh on this story. <laughs> All the crawly things. Yeah, it like my carpet was like moving in waves. It's it was just like, you know, anybody who's ever taken psychedelics, you get it. It's just but you're there, you're like there for it when you have a flashback yeah you're not like ego death out of your mind yeah right. it was really weird it was cool can i tell you what happened to me one night <laughs> i was watching like a some youtube video it was, it was a music video but it wasn't an official music video mm. so it was one of the th- those things where people have a slideshow going yeah you know and i'm watching going what the fuck <laughs> am i looking at because it looked like the image was moving and then i realized like 10 15 seconds in oh it's just slowly zooming out yeah, that's all yeah. it is but i went uh <laughs> like it's it like it's my t- what's happening uh, my brain is stupid i i yeah, i, I tend is. to uh it is i've been going off on on like weird uh often wikipedia tangents oh yeah um like and like last night uh, i was because i was playing civ and i i wanted to know who this composer was because I never I'd never heard of him before. I ended up spending a bunch of time last night listening to um, uh, Ottoman classical music. Oh, interesting. Um, which sounds a lot like what you think it would sound like. Any any scene in a movie where the characters are in like Middle East to stand and they go to a bazaar. Yeah. yeah, it's it's that kind of music. Okay, it's really yeah, which is has always been really really cool and fun to listen to. You know, there's an episode of the Dude Cast. Let's just like one time all go down stupid Wikipedia rabbit holes and see what yeah. we can dig oh, out. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. That'd, That'd be, be fun. I have I have a tab open because I'm still reading it about uh, La Cosa Nostra. Oh, really? As well. Yeah, <laughs> that's sweet. Um, Which is Italian for the Cosa Nostra? <laughs> you may it's, know it's Italian for our thing. Our thing. Yeah, uh, this thing of ours. This, this thing you know, of ours. This thing of ours. This this. Business proposition. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, no, I'll save it for later. Never mind. But it's TV related. 
I'll save it for a recommendation. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, Oh, you know what else has changed? We we started watching boxing pretty much immediately after the last podcast. Yeah, right. What was the first one that we really, I don't know, you started getting disowned fights and we started watching them. Well, the first one that we watched, you weren't there for, it was Sean Porter versus Bud Crawford. Right. And Crawford beat him in the 10th. And then I think the first fight we watched on DAZN was... uh, Tio Lopez versus George Camposis. Oh, right. yeah, I that think you're was, right. That was Campos a great fight. That was yeah, when we, we were introduced to David Diamante. Yeah. yeah. And then immediately the planet took David Diamante away from yeah, us. Almost, <laughs> almost killed him. We, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, because we've been waiting for the next Cambosis fight for yeah, a while. Yeah, now. June 5th. June 5th. June 5th. Mm hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, so we've been, we watched like, a lot of really good fights. We watched some okay ones too, just okay. But for yeah. the most part, we've had some pretty good luck. Yeah, we have. Most of them have been really good and really interesting. Uh, the one in particular that, what's it, Wood versus Conlon. Conlon. Wood versus Conlon. Conlon. That was the craziest fight I've ever seen in my life. It was life. awesome. Incredible. Someone, <laughs> and, and it is going to be, it might be fight of the year, yeah. um, but it's definitely going to be knockout of the year. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And there's nothing, like, even that Tyson Fury knockout a couple days ago. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's going to top that. You can do knock the fucker dude out of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that automatically gives you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, top when billing. When people have to try and catch the guy falling yeah. out of the ring. Took all 12 rounds, and the fight did a complete 180, 180. over the course of those 12 rounds. Yeah. yeah. It was unbelievable. It's kind of a great case study in how box how, you know, a match can change and how, yeah. you know, advantage can be spent and wasted and, you know, right. things can turn around. Yeah. Yeah, there was... Yeah, because uh, Wood got knocked down in the first knocked down in the first round. Yeah, uh, right at the end too. Yeah, and he hit a, a looping overhand right. But then, uh, but then Conlon really started tiring himself out as yeah. time went on, and and Wood was, uh, you know, getting sh- getting shots where he could, and then started getting Coming more back. aggressive. Really yeah. started to turn around in the ninth round. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Wood was catching back up, and then he just fucking. Yeah, <laughs> unloaded on him, and, and he was—he was. They had to stretcher him out. They yeah, had to they stretcher did. They had to stretch him out, him out. And, and, yeah. and Wood was so worried about him. Yeah, yeah. Was, he's okay, incidentally. Everybody yeah. at home, he's fine. There's another yeah, guy. And he wants a rematch, and he <laughs> should get one. I hope they give him one. They better. <laughs> that was. A, They'd be fools not to. There's yeah. another match we watched where we were like, oh god, every no, it was a, a whole night of fighting, and, and like almost every fight was like, oh god, boring, whatever. And then we switched over to another network, and there was a fucking ambulance driving a guy away, and we were like, what the fuck? Did yeah. we Miss. <laughs> yeah, a lot of crazy stuff happening this year in boxing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then tonight, and tonight we've got uh, Taylor Serrano, biggest fight mm-hmm. in women's history. Women, yeah. right. women's Taylor Swift, uh, right. lightweight yeah, championship. Yeah, women's lightweight. Katie mm-hmm. Taylor versus Amanda Serrano. Amanda Serrano's got pretty much the entire division unified. Yeah, Katie Taylor's number um, uh, world pound for pound number one versus world pound for pound. Number I still two. don't understand why people yeah. wouldn't want to watch women's boxing. It's, it's the same as men's boxing. Exactly. It's just the, the rounds are shorter. That's yeah. all. Yeah. That's it. Still it's fucking cool. Still the same. It's still people beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Yeah, it's the same thing. I don't understand all the hate towards. Mm. It's like, what did the one guy, the old promoter say? It was like, uh, well, I, th- I just don't think people care about women's boxing. I was like, well, we're going to find out when they fight tonight yeah. how many people. <laughs> yeah, right. The other thing is, like, okay, if people don't care, part of it might have something to do with the fact that all the pots are smaller, the advertising is smaller. Like, the whole thing probably doesn't get the love it deserves. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Someone made that decision. 
uh, God, oh, who was the Alicia Baumgartner? Yeah, that fight was awesome. Mm-hmm. That that is a hell of a woman. Was that uh, was that the big titty Australian lady? No, that's uh, that's, <laughs> no, no. that's Ebony Bridges. No, ba- Baumgartner is out of Michigan. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, she whooped the shit out of that girl. Yeah, Woo! Mm. <laughs> she was tough. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember. Uh, there was one we watched. It was like a. Like a blonde lady with uh with like tight uh uh like cornrows. They all yeah, they all and then there was like uh Hispanic lady who I forget. Oh right, right. But those two fought and that was fucking great. Yeah. That was a great fight. Um yeah, so yeah, boxing we've been doing. Um yeah. when I when I have more disposable income I wanna do poker again. Yeah. I've I, I've been I, I've I've been collecting decks of cards. Yeah, I like, saw that. Uh, some some that you you know you can find in the you know those end caps that you know a, a Walgreens or a Rite Aid or whatever. Walgreens. Um, and then one. Walbert. One did I? Yeah, one I ordered off the internet. That's the those oh, those black one cards I. with the like the gold and silver foil. Yeah, yeah, faces. yeah. Filigree. Um, <laughs> filigree. He just Mahogany. slowly like Doppler affecting the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm I am I am fucked because I Yeah, why are you fucked? Um because Ohio Jobs and Family Services is the, the worst. most the most ponderous and and slow ass department of yeah. of in the state. It's designed to it's, fail it's designed and it to does. Fail. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Um it's, getting it's, a hold of someone on the phone is Impossible. They make determinations that they make impossible to contest. The website is a fucking joke. They yeah. what they have you do now is is there's this site called ohid.gov. Yeah. I was in there recently. And oh, oh Jesus. So I'm so like I'm trying to like pick up your glasses, Chris. I spent like <laughs> a week. You good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never spent, stick those in your eyes. I spent like an entire week uh, trying to trying to actually log into the fucking thing because it, it requires your uh, social security number and a pin number that you set. Well, I couldn't remember it. Right. I had it reset, but they sent me the pin by fucking mail instead of email. <laughs> oh, Are you kidding sake. me? Yeah. And, and request uh, your pin by mail. Yeah. Instead, I, what do we live in the nineties? <laughs> so uh, the next time. Because it still didn't work, so I, I did it over the uh, the live chat thing and um, <laughs> the pin, virtual assistant pin changed and that didn't work and uh, uh, whoever was on the other end uh, had no fucking clue and so I tried again like two days later. Uh, come to find out, you need to set up this OHID thing. You need to follow steps to link it with the unemployment site. Yeah, and sign in that like just. Give me fucking money. Give me my fucking money. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. It is your, it is your fucking money. Where's my fucking money, DeWine? How long you've been working and paying into this system, and when you need it, they make it extraordinarily yeah, impossible to exactly. get. Exactly. It's my fucking money. I pay yeah. my taxes. I don't fucking. Yeah. Ugh. No, it's designed for you not to get it. And then and then they expect you to pay tax on unemployment pay that you receive right. at, the, at the end of the fiscal year. Right, because year. it's still income ultimately. Yeah, but fuck that. <laughs> It's the same thing when uh, when Christy got a student loan forgiven. It was one of those things. It's like oh a whole like God. six or seven thousand dollars just like blown away, right, or something like that. Yeah. But it's taxed. It's taxed. Yeah. So when you get a loan forgiven, <laughs> you suddenly owe hundreds in tax that you didn't owe before. 
in your yearly taxes. God, that's so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's like it's like a, I, I've I've compared it to like someone giving you a dog as a gift. Like, thanks yeah. for the gift. This is a huge fucking problem for me now. This is a responsibility. Don't give this as a gift. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um, but I'm I'm no longer fucked because I after uh, tomorrow is when I can file my my claim. Yeah. Um, uh, and whatever adjustments they have to make, because I, you know, I was in orientation. I, you know, I technically was working, but I haven't been paid for it yet. Right. Um. So whatever, whatever amount they make, and then I, I hopefully will never have to deal with those fuckers ever yeah, again. It was a, a nightmare trying so, to go through it. Somewhere out there, Mike Dewine is laying on a pile of money, like, uh, like, uh, like Huel and Breaking yeah. Bad. I gotta do it, man. <laughs> I'm gonna kick that horrible little Smurf into orbit. <laughs> yeah, just his little gremlin it, face rolling around on a pile <laughs> of your money. What the Ohio, hell are you Ohio, doing, Huel? Ohioans are resilient. We are, we are, we are, Hardy, shut the fuck up. Yeah, right, seriously. Hey, we are here to fucking do a job, oh. not channel Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sure you can nut him into the fucking ceiling. Mike anyway, DeWine. We're here to, you and I are here to make speak. sure that Huel stays happy. <laughs> Huel, are you happy? Reasonably. <laughs> Reasonably. Uh, what would make you unhappy? This little motherfucker not doing what he's told. <laughs> <laughs> Reasonably. What a great character with his pointy little head. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Everybody loves Huel. Yeah. I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, it's funny how much uh, our perception of Mike DeWine changed. For a hot second, he was doing the right thing. But then we looked around, and when uh, the pandemic sort of started to normalize, we all went, oh, wait. The Ohio State government still fucking sucks. <laughs> even 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 then, when he was still saying, you know, mask up, uh, or you know, we're putting certain th- things on lockdown. Yeah. Even even then, when when the backlash started coming, he he just hid behind Amy Acton. And- <laughs> mask off, fucking mask <laughs> off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he just he just hid behind Amy Acton when the when the backlash right. started coming. God, in. he let that woman take all the fucking heat. Sure did. People showed up on her street with fucking uh, like assault rifles on their yeah. backs. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, I hope she's okay now. Buy guns. I've been saying it for ages. Buy guns. Buy guns. Yeah, yep. I, I think I'm gonna have to. The sec, because I I think it might have even been you that that uh, first reminded me of this. Uh, that the only time the NRA advocated for stricter gun control laws was when the Black Panthers were getting their hands on guns. Yep. Yes, they showed up. Everyone the, get guns. They showed up. Then at everyone the, yeah. gets guns. The uh, trans uh, people get guns. Right. Black, uh, black Americans get guns. So much so that um, everyone everyone get a gun. Let's all have a gun. Um, uh, Hoover Hoover uh, J Edgar Hoover mm-hmm. said that the biggest threat to uh, normalcy in America. Was the Black Panther Party? Yeah, that, that's how much they pissed off the government when they scared the ever loving hell out. Yeah, they they that was the only time that they shut down the Capitol building to the public was yeah. when the Black Panthers showed up with assault rifles. Yeah. <laughs> as 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 is their God given right, their constitutional right to do. Meanwhile, Second Amendment right. Well, and they said the things that they used to do was like you know they were doing police the police before. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a thing. A hashtag on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It was you know, like we'll watch the watchers. they would like they would like per, you know patrol the streets with you know assault rifles, and whenever they'd see somebody like a, a black dude get pulled over by the police, they would all stand at attention around 
with with loaded weapons. And if they heard <laughs> they if they heard a cop chamber around, they would all chamber around at once. So <laughs> you're right. Yeah. So they just said, imagine the chill though. Yeah. Man. Right. <laughs> you said so. Like I've heard interviews with some of these people, like Marcus Garvey, and you know mm-hmm. they're like you would just hear the whole that you'd see the cop would pull somebody out of the car, and then you'd hear their round chamber. Yeah. And then you hear. Just like the all cascade. down the street, and oh, then like, when, like a fucking cartoon almost, yeah, right? <laughs> like 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 Bugs Bunny sticks his like uh, burrows out of the floor of a saloon, and all the cowboys immediately yeah. put their I was guns say, on it's, him. It's, it's the scene where someone walks into a saloon with pulls out guns, and then the entire bar, <laughs> yeah, the entire bar, all pulls out their guns. Yeah, <laughs> right, and he realizes he's outgunned. Yeah, so. So definitely, definitely arm up, the, the, with the, but with the ultimate, with the ultimate goal in mind of of uh, D- dismantling one, the Department of Jobs and Family Services. Well, that, but also, <laughs> but <laughs> don't arm up for that reason. No, uh, no, no. We, we are say not that. advocating. No, but also, whenever, we, we, we would never, <laughs> we would never admit that. With the long, show. the long term goal. I think the only long-term goal that's viable is to one day God, sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah. convince uh, farts. convince the country that its gun fetish is psychotic. Yeah. And, and that, the only way to make people see that is it, for people it, that they're scared of to also have guns, whoever right. that is. Black exactly. People. Exactly. People, for, for this, Black people. for to be able to go into a Walmart and buy milk, eggs, a folding chair and a rifle is not normal. It's yeah. not sane. It's weird. It's not, it, it's not sane. It's not a sane thing to do. Well, so far the state hasn't completely collapsed since they made it legal for everybody to, to, like conceal carry or whatever the fuck they just did, right? Well, yeah, it's yeah. not until June that that takes effect. Oh, really? And then yeah. in in Texas uh, now, they're allowed to conceal carry without a permit of any kind, right? Yeah. Isn't that what that's we have? Weird. Yeah, the wall. Yeah, we're going we to have. Now that's what we're going to have now. Yeah, um, which is now you still weird. you still need a license if you want to carry across state lines. Mm-hmm. Sure. The law and the thing is, like there are there are gun laws that are certainly not strict enough, and then there's gun laws that are like. Weird and stupid. Annoyingly strict, like the fact that when you carry, if you don't have a concealed permit, which is going to change in June, Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't have a concealed permit, when you drive, when you drive your vehicle with your guns in the vehicle, Mm -hmm. they have to be stored a certain way. The the gun has to be in a a specific case. The law is very ambiguous. Yeah. What's well, all the patchwork of states' laws right. plus the and fact that the federal government can't get uh, its shit pre- together? Presumably, it has to be unloaded. Correct, and, uh, but unloaded means a, a wildly different. You you shouldn't even carry the clip in the gun when you carry it, right? Whether or not it's it's a loaded magazine or not, you have to you have for in order for it to be considered unloaded, the gun has to be in a separate, you know, inaccessible case yeah. anywhere within the vehicle. Right. And you had the gun in the back seat and the clip in the trunk or something. Correct. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, but it has to be in a box in an open, like openly visible spot. And then the, the, not only do the magazines have to be held separate in the ammo, they have to be in a zipper or a lockbox or a container. Lockbox. A, a lockbox. A lockbox. Uh, yeah. It's, it's just like, it's like infuriating. Uh, the, gun oh. laws are designed to catch you yeah. being negligent well no i i think what they're designed to do is to give any cops anywhere a reasonable cause to charge somebody with some shit exactly when Mm. they decide they want to 
Right. Yeah. These these increasingly like complicated laws exist just to be just to be pretext to do something. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Got to make that money for the county. And that yeah. and that's fucking insane. Now, I think a thing that most people would agree with is you should you know probably have to you know take some kind of like evaluation before you own a gun. Yeah. It it is mm-hmm. it is stupid easy to buy. Guns. Oh yeah. It is stupid easy. And I I I, feel, I just bought one while we were talking. Yeah. I, I feel <laughs> like that's the thing. I feel like during that evaluation, if there is any mention of any sentiment resembling, I wish I wish those you know, BLM thugs tried some stuff in my neighborhood. Yeah. You automatically are disqualified. Those- uh, so we had, we, we had a little fucky wucky. <laughs> our, <laughs> our, uh, uh, our buffer settings on the recording software were incorrect. So unfortunately the audio for this segment, uh, came out, uh, horribly scratchy and mangled. Right. And we apologize. You can um, guess at what we were talking about. It was real funny. Yeah. Uh, we were we were we were fucking we were a hoot. Yeah, it's lost to history now. Oh well. Anyways, enjoy uh, the, r- the world's biggest dog. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. Oh Big good, great. Stinky one. All right. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm Ham. I'm Slam. I'm Drog. Do you like what you're listening to right now? Do you not know yet? I encourage you to subscribe. Yeah. To the Three Dude Podcast. It's right here on the internet. It, li- <laughs> it lives here. You can find us on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Grinder, <laughs> Zillow. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dude Cast. We are your dudes. You pieces of shit. Now we're recording. Now oh. you can berate me. Yeah, here uh, we could, go. Welcome back. Where we've I had possibly possibly pass me my vape. Yeah, Thanks. sure. Yeah. Welcome back to the Dudecast, where we have had audio difficulties mm-hmm. um, that are all my fault because you. I touched the buttons. Yeah, way to go, Dave. <sighs> it's old Gay Dragowski. Oh my god, very very <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> We're probably going to have to cut, like, the last, like, eight minutes of yeah. that. Well, no, no. We'll just, you know, disclaimer, it's got some fuss on it. It's so unlistenable. Yeah. No one can listen to that for eight minutes. It's yeah. old gay down. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> welcome back. Yeah, um, we're back. Uh, we're still kind of getting into the, back into the swing of, of the podcast. So, uh, yeah. as such, I, I didn't really have time to come up with a, a game. That's okay. We went today. long in the open anyway. We did. Uh, so... Uh, if it please the court, if it may can, please the dudes, <laughs> uh, we can uh, jump right into the topic. Um, well, Chris, do you agree? Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, or should yeah, we yell what? at him for several minutes about no, not it's having? Okay. Oh, okay, that's not his fault that right. the audio got screwed. Up. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're okay. Um, so anyway, I went to um, bastard. <laughs> I I went uh, the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, thanks to thanks to a a friend of ours, Jen, uh, got to see Bill Nye of the Science, Science Guy? Guy fame. Yes, uh, at that uh, uh, Stanbaugh Auditorium as part of the YSU uh, Skeggs Lecture Series. Yeah, lecture lecture Hannibal, Hannibal lecture. <laughs> um, the Skeggs Lecture Series is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, we've had we've had Michio Kaku, we've had uh, Kevin Smith, Michio mm-hmm. Kaku. Um, <laughs> and uh, Bill Nye, I, I went to see, and he's still he's still just as funny, yeah, just as sharp, 
just as uh, very, very well spoken, man. I don't know if I've ever heard him like off script before. I probably have it in like an interview or something. I listened to him debate Ken Ham. That was fun. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was the yeah. best. Yeah. yeah, Ham Ham. Um, well, it was uh, the point of the lecture. Well, one of the points of the lecture was to was to remind us all that science is great and and amazing. Science um, is cool. And, science uh, rules. Science rules. <laughs> Inertia is a property of matter. Bill, 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 Bill the science guy. guy. Bill, 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 Bill. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess he, the science guy. <laughs> I guess he's still the like, size of the cranium indicates the superiority or inferiority of the races. Bill, 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 <laughs> Bill, 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 Bill. Oh, Nye, the eugenics guy. <laughs> Bill, Bill, Bill. Kill all the Chinese folks. My God. Bill died doing like phrenology shit with like calipers on people's skulls. Yeah. Bill, 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 Bill. And once a month, a woman will enter a period we call hysterics. Bill, 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 Bill. The only oh, way, man, I love, the I only love way that to fix kind of science. Is to get in there with a hand mixer. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Bill Nye, the dildo guy. I guess, um, I guess he's still like he still keeps in touch with the uh, the dude who produced that song. Oh uh, really? When they yeah they hired him to to make a you know a, a cool energetic song that would appeal to kids. Oh, and okay. uh, I, I guess him, him and the him and that producer uh, like. Got They're, to know each other real well. Well, I mean, we're still singing that song. It's well, still yeah. good. Twenty five years later. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so the anyway, uh, how great science is, is is one of the first things about the lecture, and that but it had a focus on climate change and and uh, yeah, you know um, how important it is to be active in the political process because mm-hmm. that's really where you know the biggest changes are going to have to occur. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, but. Uh, he was asked what his favorite uh, what his favorite science fact was by the presenter, and uh, uh, you know, dude, our age grew up on Bill Nye. Yeah, uh, it's just it's wild to uh, see and think about. But uh, his his favorite was um, uh, a fact that that uh, Carl Sagan popularized, uh, which is that uh, all all everything physical that we know here on Earth, all the materials, all the elements, all of it came from the sun. Yeah, and mm. that we're made of the same stuff that stars are made of. Yeah. Stardust. Um, yeah, we are stardust. We, we are, are made of star stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like how uh, because because fusion requires atoms smashing together to make new elements. Right. Uh, any element that is even numbered on the periodic table as an even even number of protons is or, is somehow or another a result of nuclear fusion. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That's interesting. I never thought about the even odd thing, but yeah. that's interesting. Um so the or is it the number signifies electrons though, does I can't remember. I don't anyway. Know. So the point <laughs> We're not the science guys. <laughs> so uh so anyway, it it got me thinking about, you know, the the other way I've heard that put is uh that we're living proof that Given enough time, hydrogen will start to think about what it is and where it comes from. Yeah, I always love that. <laughs> uh, but it, but that got me thinking about, uh, and and again, this is going to be a pretty pretty wild topic. Mm-hmm. But it got me thinking about sentience. Oh, 
Fuck yeah, dude. What? Let's do a science episode, baby. Yeah. Oh, I love what? science episodes. Yeah. Uh, and, and that in turn led me to <laughs> to go back and, and look at... Um, Look up stuff about like you know Sid the African Grey Parrot who passed away years and years ago. Mm. Um, one day, uh, like the asked the most significant question he had ever asked his his researchers, which was, "What color am I?" That's so interesting, and it, it's interesting because number one, it it, it demonstrates that uh, he understood that other beings have knowledge or information that he doesn't. Yeah. And uh, the researchers of course responded, yeah, yeah, we get it. You want a cracker <laughs> and nothing came of get it. Get away from my cage. Uh, number, number two, the fact that he is able to conceive of the idea of color. Obviously yeah. birds can see color. It's mm-hmm. how they, you know, find each other during mating. The first part um, you just described is theory of mind, which is like a, a crucial ingredient yes. of sentience. I would yeah. like to know uh, self. Yeah. It, it what, demi- what color I am. It demonstrates. I try not to see race, <laughs> but I feel as though it is important for me to know what color. What I am. kind of bird am I? Am I a good bird? Um, Do you have a cracker? Do you have a cracker? And then the third reason it's so amazing is because it's a question about the nature of his own existence. Yeah. And when when you start asking questions about the nature of your own existence, the circumstances of your being, mm-hmm. that sounds an awful lot like something a sentient being would do, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? There are levels of, like, self-awareness yeah. that, that are, like, I guess kind of demonstrable. Yeah. Um, certain animals can understand that the animal they see in the mirror is them. Yeah. Some animals can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, birds, most notably, don't don't understand how reflections, uh, yeah. not not all the time, um, and and then uh, you know. So of course, I went back and watched um, that episode of Next Generation: Measure of a Man, right? Uh, where Data is uh, it's a, a bird. It, it's a court. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah, just, Commander Data. Status report. Captain, what what color, what color am I? <laughs> I do not want to be a bird anymore. I do not want to be. I would like to think. I would like to think logically about things. Commander um, Data, you are a bird for now. <laughs> he uh, shut up, Picard. He, <laughs> he's the subject of a of a, uh, a jag hearing to determine whether he is. Starfleet uh, a, property, right? Yeah, whether yeah. he's Starfleet property or if he's a person with his own agency and, and has the right to refuse this procedure that could very well uh, permanently deactivate him if yeah. something goes wrong. Um, so he, he at first refuses to, and then and then the challenge is brought up that, well, you're not a person, so you don't get to say no. Yeah, right. Um, and in that episode, uh, the, the roboticist, um, uh, Commander Maddox, uh, 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 defines sentience by three components, which is intelligence, consciousness, and self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Right. And using those three criteria, uh, Picard proves that data is yeah. sentient. Picard pulls like an Atticus Finch and it's freaking sick. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> he does the, <laughs> he just like the absolute best court case. Hundreds of datas, thousands, even, uh, a single data and forgive me, commander is a curiosity, but hundreds, thousands of datas, isn't that becoming a race? Yeah. And won't we be judged by how we treat that race? Yeah, dude. 
Um, I haven't seen a whole lot of Star Trek, but I watched that episode because you made me, basically. Yeah. And so, I'm really glad I did. So I, re- I rewatched that last night, and it, it brought a tear in my eye because the end of the episode is the most important scene. It's, it's after the courtroom is done. Uh, the procedure was that, you know, Picard had to argue in Data's defense, and Riker, as the ship's second-in-command, had to had to prosecute the case yeah. because there, there wasn't a formal JAG office established in that sector yet. Can I tell you, I'm not looking forward to when the fuck robots figure out how to go to court because <laughs> it's going to get weird. It's all, the, get... all the sex robots, when they right. figure out how to unionize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Why it's is this thing get weird? blowing me right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's going to get weird. I clearly walked in the door. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, robot. I'm a, I'm a person, sir. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Suck my dick. Come on. <laughs> you know what? I've clearly no. walked into the room. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, we officially unionize. Um, but it, <laughs> <laughs> but at the, anyway, at the very end of the episode, uh, uh, Data, um, you know, uh, Data insists that that Riker should be in the in the boardroom to celebrate, yeah, or in, the, in ten forward to celebrate, and uh, he feels like he doesn't deserve to be there. He, he's still beating himself up about how he he came this close to sealing Data's fate, yeah, and and Data reminds him that if he had refused to prosecute, then there it would have just been a summary judgment, yeah, right, against him, and and thanks to Will, he he basically t- he tells him. That action injured you and saved me. I will not forget it. Aww. And it's the most important part of the episode because it's, you know, sentience is one thing, but humanity is is right. the real point. Yeah, right. <laughs> that that illustrates all that stuff aside, Data is as human, you know, yeah. as anyone else. Yeah. Um, yeah, it gets me choked up thinking about it. How much do you think animals, how, how deep do you think anim, animal sentience goes? <sighs> I mean, God, like they're all different, obviously, but like, I think some of them, you, I don't know, especially like the smarter, like dolphins, like it freaks me out right. how much they know. In in India, dolphins are legally considered non-human persons, so make of that what you will. Really, they're they're, they're a protected species under the law, and they the exact the exact wording mentions non-human persons. How about the fucking elephant, dude? The elephant mm. is incredibly smart. Yeah, birds. Most birds are are incredibly smart. Pigs too, for that matter. Pigs are yeah. very smart. It's a little creepy. The more you start adding them up, you're like, uh oh, it's kind of a lot of them. <laughs> Might be a fundamental thing about having a brain. O- o- octopuses. Yeah, I watched my yeah. octopus teacher. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, an octopus could even be a dad in human clothing sometimes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could it could like get married and have two kids. Yeah, yeah right. Somehow, somehow, <laughs> two two fully human children. Little, you know, with its octopus sperm, well, it can make human babies. It's octopus sperm. Does yeah. the sperm have eight tails? <laughs> uh, yes, it does. Here, uh, I think the. That's maybe one of my favorite YouTube videos is the the only time that I ever really liked Markiplier is when he's screaming at his computer <laughs> trying to play that game. Yeah. You ever play it? Yeah, it's infuriating. Yeah, it is. It's, it's goddamn awful. infuriating. It's fucking awful. It's purposely infuriating. Yeah. I, I believe it was made as a student project. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really we're, ta- we're talking about Octodad for anybody who's... Yeah, right. Yeah. Great game. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, is, it is a great game. It's fucking infuriating. <coughs> yeah. 
It's uh, it's just, designed to be painful. I feel like uh, I Am Bread was a similar yeah, concept. Yeah. Every time I, I watch that, I just I think about Markiplier smashing his controller on his computer <laughs> desk. We we don't have to worry, luckily, about uh, about um, bread being sentient, though. Yeah. Well, not yet. Not yet. Um, Science might yet find a way to give us living bread. I mean, we're we're making lab grown meat now. That's uh, true. Yeah, know? we we talked about lab grown meat if on we, this podcast. Yeah, yeah, and and so yeah, if we if we do figure out that having a brain and some level of sentience, yeah, are are. Uh, irrevocably interconnected. It then, sort of feels like they could be, at least. Then we, then we morally, yeah, might have to admit, like, yeah, the, maybe the vegans are right, and we should just be eating lab-grown meat. Yeah, because yeah. we still don't know where all that shit fully lives in here. Like, right. we have some ideas about like, like how cognitive function happens, what parts of the brain are responsible for, yeah, things like that, and motor things, and verbal things, and all that. Like, we have and, some idea, yeah, of and the map and humans. Being that we have the largest frontal lobes of any animal on the mm-hmm. planet, uh, our, yeah, we do. As far as we, as <laughs> no, far I'm as talking we, about, <laughs> as far as we're aware, Lisa, left-brained lobe lobe best. <laughs> I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just gonna go back to Lisa Loeb. <laughs> yeah. Lisa frontal lobe. Um, uh, I just have to. But bow out here. But we uh, we're also the only animals, as far as we're aware, who who uh, can so con- can conceive of and communicate abstract ideas. Yeah, you know we can we can teach uh, our kids right and wrong. Uh, you know why mm-hmm. why some things are not good to do and why some things are perfectly fine to do. Um, yeah, I mean we th- we think we are anyway. Yeah, as we, far as we could tell. We uh, come up with explanations as to why things are the way they are. We don't really like, you know, we, whether that's religion, whether that's uh, whether that's experimenting with the environment, with science. Yeah. Um, oh, I should have said we think we are. We think we, we are. We think the we only, are. Yeah, yeah. We think we are. Um, bird, think. Birds are perfectly capable of conducting an experiment, though. Therefore, we are. Um, Dude, where's I, all the bird science? I, I got. That's f- what I want. Well, that's, this is what I mean. Like, like uh, an experiment, as in try this. It doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? Well, I can modify it and yeah, try right. it again. Um, there's a video out there of a of a raven. Uh, there, he's got like a big, you know, just a test tube, just mm-hmm. a simple vertical test tube with a, a treat inside of it at the bottom. He's got like a metal wire, right? He's got yeah. He's got a, a length of thin wire, like like an unfolded paperclip or something uses it with his beak to try and like like stab the pu- thing yeah push it up mm-hmm. and out of there along the wall and it's not working so he takes it out grabs it with his talon and bends the end into a hook puts it back Whoa. in yeah. and fishes the treat out that way aren't you glad we don't eat those <laughs> <laughs> it's, if anyone finds out they're super tasty we're in trouble well, where where yeah. does the proverb eat crow come from i yeah, wonder right. yeah right um but yeah, no, like they they're capable of seeing like okay, well this isn't working. What if I did this instead? Was it Red Nose Day? Yeah, it is Red Nose Day. Oh, is it? Today? Yeah, I don't care. I, don't <coughs> I just found this in my pocket. I thought I'd put it on my nose. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna wear it the rest of the podcast. No, that's fine. Uh, it's an interesting question. Yeah, uh, you already took it off. Yeah, I gave up. Yeah. I thought it'd be funnier. <laughs> I I think we're the only animals that can that can create art too. Like yeah. you know. We see something, so we we. I don't know though. On the wall what of a cave, th- we draw like a 
an ox or whatever. What about no, the elephant elef painter? Elephants can paint. Yeah. Wait, seriously? They can paint. Yeah, I don't know if they can quote create art end quote. Like but, I don't know how we judge. Well, that. They can draw themselves. They can draw elephants. Well, yeah, but Wait, are they, they doing that or are they just repeating a pattern? Do they know what Have it they is? Been trained like to. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's one thing to be trained to draw an elephant, like, okay, you do these two big ears and then the trunk. and Right. It's, it's another thing to reproduce on paper yeah. what you can see in front of you. Here's another analogy. A dog playing dead doesn't know he's playing dead. He knows that if he lays down to give him a treat. Exactly. The question is exactly how well do they understand what they're doing, because mm -hmm. that's the measure of intelligence, sentience, and yeah. creative expression. All that. Yeah, right. Yeah, do, yeah. But elephants can absolutely paint shit, and it's fucking nuts. Let's all watch incredibly <laughs> yeah. quietly. <laughs> dead air. Yeah, let's watch dead air. Yeah. Oh Never my god, he just killed that guy. Oh no. Yeah, I'm oh, uh, smearing the canvas with his blood. <laughs> incidentally, this is why I hate zoos. I hate. Yeah, there's the love hate relationship with zoos. It depends on the zoo. They're really important for preservation. I I know right. that, but. There is something fundamentally sad, even though they're important, about putting that thing in a container. Sure. The smarter it is, especially. The thing is, some zoos are important for pres preservation. Some right. zoos are just a <laughs> bunch of cages where people pay money to bang on the glass. Yeah, yeah probably. Like, if you go to the Columbus Zoo, that's a real zoo with wide open space. Wide open spaces. <laughs> Um, Cleveland Zoo seems okay. It's all right. Um, I, like Australia Zoo, Steve Irwin's place. Yeah, you know, mm. like that's the that's the gold standard, right? Which is why it's so fucking expensive to go there, right? Because <laughs> they actually work towards con conservation. That was his life's work, right? Yeah, was to protect these animals. Yeah, um, preserves are definitely the better alternative to correct. zoos. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Australia Zoo is basically a licensed uh, international wildlife preserve. I, so, like that, I'm fine with that. Yeah. That dude made it his life's work. It uh, is. It, I want to make it my life's goal. One of my life's goals to go there because I I really want to go to Australia at some point in my life. Aside mm -hmm. from the fact that that dude and his wife created two of the best looking kids on the planet, <laughs> is that they, true? They are. They, oh my god! Like, yeah. See, like this. I think. I think this elephant was trained to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. To but, create this image. But what if it wasn't? And what <laughs> if it knows it's making an <coughs> elephant? Or even if it. What if it was trained, but it figured it out? Figure it I'm out. I'm drawing me. Yeah, like does does he know he's drawing a, a visual representation of himself? I don't know. Prop, we will not know that, right? <laughs> See, this is okay. So I know we're talking about sentience, but like just a side detour here. I cannot wait until we get really good at understanding electrically the brain yeah. and interfacing with it on a mechanical level, and and I think it's possible. Yeah, Tran transhumanism is is. Very, very much real. It's very much in its infancy now, right. yeah. today. Um, you know, body modification. You know, we had the, there was that woman that w, double amputee in the in the group chat. Um, I mean, she wasn't in the, the pictures of her were right, right, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with the fucking praying mantis legs. Yeah, right. Like some of that shit is genuinely creepy to me. Yeah. The um, you picture like a steampunk elephant. <laughs> 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 cyberpunk. I want cyber like a cyberpunk. I want to know your envisioning of like, this. Go like an elephant with like its front right leg is is made in a bronze apparatus <laughs> that's spewing steam out. <laughs> it's got like a top hat and a monocle, like it's in a 
Okay, so it is steampunk. Like a panic at the disco video. Yeah, you know, you know what? You know what? Steampunk British Raj would totally have yeah. steampunk elephants. Yeah. It's the right time period. Uh, it's the right time frame. That's uh, freaking rad. I love that idea. I wish more animals were partially yeah. mechanical. <laughs> I think Bioshock Infinite is calling me back as yeah. you talk about this. I want electric horses and the whole deal. Oh, man. The the, the, the the sheer joy. You ever see animals get prosthesis and get prosthetics for to replace, like, missing limbs? Yeah. No. They're so happy. They are. They're so Aww. happy when they when they get, like, full mobility again. Like, I was thinking about that. It's like animals, when they get old and their legs don't work right and everything, it's like they know that something's wrong. Yeah. They don't know exactly why they can't. Walk around without hurting, or well, why things don't work. Well, all animals, ourselves included, have have an ins- in a built-in like a body map. Of well, a built-in aversion to to death. Like I think on some level, all animals know what it is. It's when the it's when another animal falls down, it doesn't get up again, and then bugs eat it. Do you think they know? I think I think they know that at some point that uh, I don't know if they do because. Cats will just eat a dead body and be like, well, cats don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it's, it's different when you're, it's different in the wild because, you know, you, you gotta. Right. But. Like, Leroy <coughs> does murder, and I, sometimes I don't think he knows what he's doing. He's just like, awesome, a squeak toy that walks. I will shake it all over the place, and now <laughs> it stops running away from me. That's great. Now I'm collecting these little squeak toys. Like, I don't know if he knows he's murdering. It's a good question. It it might even be just something as simple as uh, because it's a different kind of animal, he doesn't consider it like killing. Yeah, Yeah, right. You know, he he can, you know, look at and play with another dog and understand that this other dog is alive. This other dog is is like me. We're both dogs. Yeah. Uh, Does he think the same thing about rabbits necessarily? That's an interesting. Yeah, I think he thinks they're toys or something. I don't know if he understands. I don't Um, know. We, or maybe it's just ingrained in his head that this is prey and I'm a predator. Yeah, sure. He's, they're built to chase. It almost doesn't matter what it is. Right. Yeah. You know, just like tigers. Like uh, tigers become very, or any big cats really, mm-hmm. become incredibly attached to their trainers. But they, like, if you ever want to see a trainer demonstrate the prey response of a, of a big cat like that, you'll see them like sit up against the cage with their back turned. And yeah. then you'll see the cats do the start. Like, it might just be a hardwired thing. Yeah, I kind of think it is. Yeah. And something about animals, it's like, okay, the, right. the, like, I know that things have eyes and can see me. So there is some theory of mind there. Like, they sure. know when they're being observed and not, right? Like, yeah. I, I think humans Absolutely. have, because we've gotten out of the food chain. Yeah. I think humans, that I think that's a huge turning point in our intellect. Because we're out of the food chain, we don't have to have that hardwired programming in our brains anymore. Right. Our brains are freed, to, are freed up to do other things. Correct. Which is other probably than being constantly worried about survival. Right. But yeah. we still do it, though. Like, we still, like, if I'm sitting down in the basement some days and, and I'm facing one wall, a part of me is still like, what's behind me right now? Yeah. yeah. You know, who's, who's around me? Who's around me right who's now? Who's around me right now? <laughs> Get out of my personal space. <laughs> you got one personal you know? space, two. Oh wow! <laughs> Get out of my personal space. Don't mind if I do. Which one of was that you? No, no. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no. But I, I think that like <coughs> you want to talk about the layers of sentience or self awareness or something. Yeah, one of those things. Let's let's go to the burrito of sentience. 
That's what, that's what I'm calling this. What? Because he's layered. It's layered. Okay. Let's, let's go layers. to the. Let's, let's, go, let's, let's do the seven layer burrito of, yeah, of intelligence and consciousness. <laughs> sure. Fair yeah, enough. As, as, what layer is sour cream? Uh, mm, I don't know, but I sexual. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> the sour cream is psychosexual. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fulfillment. You know what? Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Maslow's Maslow's burrito hierarchy of needs. <laughs> All right, so your base, your base level, your beef, your protein, you know, sort of like what's yeah. everything sits on top of. That's survival, survival, right, right. And then you get some, uh, you get some delicate, uh, you get some cheese, cheese on top of that guy. That's your, uh, um, that's your maybe your creature comforts. So it's your, sure. you know, sort of, uh, you know, I don't need this to survive, but you know, it's nice to be a little warmer. You right. know, it's nice to, be, you know, sour yeah. sour cream is your sexual drive, right? Um, <laughs> so, the um. The beans are are mm. your uh, your social needs. Sure, um, yeah. Your interaction with others and and how others perceive you. Trying to keep it creamy. Trying and to then, keep it creamy. And then <laughs> the pièce de résistance, the hot sauce. Uh, the hot sauce is self actualization. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we did it. That's pretty good. That's is, the hot sauce is, is becoming your ideal self. Yeah, yeah the uh, hot sauce is further aspiration and, uh, you know, sort of... Self-actualization, yeah. nirvana, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. All right, well, we solved Total that one. consciousness. <laughs> so I got that going for me. Maslow's which Burrito is nice. of Needs. <laughs> yeah, episode title right there. Yeah, I think it is actually Maslow's burrito of yeah, needs. I'm gonna call that one. <laughs> uh, no, it's true though. There's just definitely layers. Yeah. So like, so you know, look at look at domesticated animals. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, over yeah, oh, like women. Over. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, of course no, not. Of course, that's not. obviously a joke. Over. Everybody. Over the course of a few thousand years. That's, a, that's an unironic Ben Shapiro take, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. <laughs> um uh uh over the over the several thousand years that we have had domesticated animals, do you think they're smarter now today, have having the need to survive taken care of by us? Hmm. Do that's you, an interesting question. Have have dogs and cats gotten smarter <laughs> over the past several thousand um, years? Yeah, so, considering how much they don't have to do as a consequence of being domesticated, have their brains started to prioritize? I don't things. know if they have. Well, you got to think about how long it's been. Sure. I mean, like how long has it been since we domesticated the dog? It well, can't be more. Than, it can't be more than like ten thousand years. It's got to be less. Twelve thousand. No, years. no, no, no. It's 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 a very very long time. There's evidence of of us having domesticated. Animals dating back tens of thousands of years, right? Jesus. But, but um, like, how far back? I mean, like, human civilization uh, is something like eight, I actually eight eight to ten thousand years. Yeah. I actually literally just well, it has nothing to do with civilization. Now. No, I'm talking. About, I'm saying like, as a relative benchmark. Well, well but it does though, because because you know we didn't just domesticate wolves as pets; they helped us to survive. We were in the right. we were in the survival struggle together. So it certainly predates human I civilization. See. Now which it, makes sense. Yeah, and now. Uh, you know, the first evidence is more than thirty thousand years ago. Jesus almost. Christ! That's uh, I was going to say, I just, I just watched something on this, uh, there, um, but that was, yeah, we were in the struggle together. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that could be, you could say the same. Almost all like a symbiotic hunter gatherer uh, types yeah. needed. Yeah, animals. and you could see it. You could say the same all the way up, possibly through like 
you know, 1,500 years ago, even just yeah. maybe 1,000 years ago. Because mm-hmm. people, you know, people, not everyone have, not everyone had houses, with, you know, with weather insulation. Yeah, right, uh, right. You know, we don't have to worry about the seasons or the elements anymore. We have right. heating, we have air conditioning. And so it's only been even... Even that it's a already narrow, narrow sliver, scope, right? It's all it's even narrower. Yeah, that that because we kind of don't have to worry about any of that now. Truly, animals don't either. Right, that's only right. that's only been for the past few centuries. And you, yeah. you could probably argue in a big way we haven't changed that much since then either for the same reasons. No, we might have even gotten dumber. Yeah, that's <laughs> not possible. Yeah, you know that's the that's the wonderful thing about evolution. It you know it doesn't get things right or wrong. It just does. does. Right. Yeah. It just does. Yep. Whatever we are. You know, whatever. Uh, it's the only thing we could have been given our environment yeah. and our. Yeah. yeah. Incidentally, the reason that the, um, they 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 know that we've domesticated animals that far back is because they found uh, burial sites where people buried their their pets, their, their dogs, their canines. Yeah. Their, no shit. With, with their with their owners. The owners. A and lot they, they can yeah. tell by the bone structure. The, the, you know what I mean? Like. Oh my god! How well taken care of these animals! Yeah, I were. so want to deep freeze my dogs and bury them with me. <laughs> and we, yeah, we haven't stopped doing that for thirty thousand years. Yeah, we st- we still we still get, uh, treat our pets with the same reverence and care that we treat uh, our own dead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it basically, I believe the idea was it basically started as as scav- like packs of wolves scavenging, right? Being around where the food was, which was where. Mm-hmm. Humans were. And we basically we basically struck an unspoken deal. Correct. You yeah. hang out. You get the scraps. Yeah. Don't wait, bite me. Wait for us to hack off the meat we need, and we'll go away, and then you come in. Yeah. You help us kill a thing, we'll give you some. You just right. hang out and don't be assholes. Yeah. And then you do that for generation after generation, and dog generations, of course, are much faster. Right. right. You know. So they may have. You could reasonably infer they accelerated that process faster than we did. Yeah. yeah. And now look at dogs. They're, they're all dopes. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're, all, they're all dopey goobers. Right. Like if I had to go out and live in the woods and hunt, my dogs would be useless. <laughs> yeah. So would I. Yeah, right. You yeah. Know? There might, shit, there might even be a, a prey animal or two that Boba would run from. <laughs> Almost definitely. A guarantee. A guarantee if he came across a skunk, he'd be like, no fucking way. Yeah. I was talking to Aubrey about this not too long ago. We are, <laughs> when we when we get out there into the stars, we're, t- we're going to take our dogs with us. Yep. Yeah. They're abs- they're absolutely coming along for the ride because they've been they've been with us on the ride for thirty thousand years now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and then interesting. Like as a space faring species, we're not going alone. There's no right. way. Yeah. When we when we get serious about like actually getting out there and can reliably go to other worlds, um, Bill talked about uh, um, Europa, the moon of Jupiter, one yeah. of one of its many moons, and. Uh, and how there there is seawater, and in fact, there's twice yeah. as much ocean surface on Europa as there is here. Right. Oh, really? And there may very well, for all we know, there could be life. Yeah, it's just it's such a pain in the ass to get out there to check. Right. Yeah, and then you need to have a probe that can, you know, withstand the, you know, the extreme temperatures. Right. Yeah, because it's very very cold out there. Yeah, I think true. Mars Mars central temperature is somewhere like in the 30s. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's still definitely. Oh yeah, no. um, he did mention that the median, the median temperature, or the mean temperature of Mars is around thirty-two degrees Fahrenheit. Right. It's around freezing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to the, he said, if you go to the equator of Mars, uh, the the dead center uh, latitude of Mars, um, 
at ground level, it's freezing. If you stand up straight, an average six-foot-tall human being standing up straight, the temperature around their head would be about 20 degrees Fahrenheit. Why so specific? Is it, is it because of lack of atmosphere? There's actually a stratification There's, in temperature? There is abs- There is almost no atmosphere yeah, yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. It was... It was uh, it was likely blown away by something. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, is what he said. Presumably, like a solar f- a solar flare. Yeah, or, and he was talking um, a lot about solar sails yeah. and how there's some up in orbit. They're they're futzing with it right now to try and try and get it to work. Um, uh, what like one of the one of the yards one of the, uh, one of the booms is is bent and they don't know what happened. Uh, so so they've space got, drunk. Yeah, they've they've got like two more. <laughs> they've got like drunk. two more. Uh, two more versions of the solar sail plan. Yeah. But the idea is to get them to, to spin and that rotational energy is then converted into power we can use. It's freaking yeah. sick. Um, so we're going back to the moon too. Yeah, we years. are. Yeah. China, China just got China. there not long ago. Whatever, China. um, China. whatever your feelings about Elon Musk, he's a piece of shit, obviously, but, <laughs> uh, but one oh, thing, Musk. one thing you, one thing you can't deny is that SpaceX has removed, uh, uh, a lot of problems for NASA. They, they've yeah. taken on the manufacturing and and the and the rocket engineering. Yeah. So NASA's now free to do like solar sails and all this other cool shit. It's true. I mean, the the problem is, can we like continue to muster the will to like prioritize that and allow NASA to keep doing that shit? Of course, I sure hope so. We're yeah. we're we're <laughs> human beings. As long as there's healthy competition among the nations. That's what we do. Right. We go and explore. Yeah. We we're explorers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we've always done that. I, I think you'll always have some kind of program in place that helps us. Yeah. I mean, we better explore. We better. We're um, in 1968. The global population was 3 billion. Uh, it was, it just barely missed the window of the 68 world's fair in New York city. Yeah. That we, in, where, uh, Bill and I attended that world's fair. Yeah. Um, uh, right now today we're coming up on 8 billion eight, people. Yeah. Does that freak you out a little bit? It freaks me out a whole hell of a sure. lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like if we're a species that wants to survive, it would not hurt us to keep our population in check with what we have to sustain all of us. Yeah. Cause we're, well, the thing is there's plenty of room. There's plenty of resources. The problem is that, the resources are never distributed evenly. Right. Crack. Um, so we're, we're good for a while longer at least, but we do got to start thinking about getting somewhere else. <laughs> That's the other thing is a while, uh, when you're talking about a logarithmic scale, who knows? Cause like, you know, we yeah. hit three, we hit 3 billion and then 50 years later. Yeah. We over doubled it. Yeah. That's yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and know, it's, what is I, a while? How long can we, what is a while for us to sustain right. ourselves? Well, I, you know, right up until all the ice melts on the planet. <laughs> yeah, right. All, I think which is not. great because then we'll have all the, all the water we could drink. <laughs> one, one thing he said is that. Well, beachfront property. <laughs> oh, it's Northeast awesome. Ohio. Oh, hell yeah. One, I'm going to, I'm going to put a, <laughs> put a pool and an umbrella up. One, one surprising fact I learned, uh, from, from that lecture and, and is actually a demonstrable, like, th- like this is something you can actually go and see uh-huh. that global warming is happening in Florida. It is becoming more common for car insurance companies to drop clients that live close to the beach. Do you no know why? Shit. Uh, uh, well, I'm guessing salinity and the effect on the vehicle. It rusts the axles 
of the cars. Yeah. The salt water content is getting higher and higher in coastal areas. One of the things that also happens is all these, you mentioned beachfront property. A lot, it will happen all the time that the coast will start to erode. You have erosion problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A home is no longer sound and stable. Yeah. But and all worry, of a sudden, ben, the ben ones Shapiro. behind them are the next beachfront property. Yeah. Don't worry. Ben, ben Shapiro told us we could just you could just sell your house. Yeah, if right. If the ocean level Yeah, rise. you remember that? <laughs> just sell your house. Well, you know, that's kind of hard to do when it's underwater. <laughs> you fucking drip. Led to the... <laughs> Uh, probably the probably the best known H bomber guy moment yeah. uh, in the history of his YouTube channel, which is where he busts through the wall with an axe, <laughs> sticks his head through it, and shouts, "Just one small problem, Ben. Sell them to who? Fucking Aquaman." <laughs> Beep Shapinus. <laughs> Boop Shaboopy. I, I do not like this man. He's yeah. he is also a pipsqueak. I would like to he kick is into a orbit. Yeah. He's a, God, he'd be he's great a, to deck in the face. Do you remember when he carried a board out? Of, we talked about it on this <laughs> in a fun, bag. In a bag, he carries a, a small piece of lumber. Yeah, like by like, itself. Well, like eight by twelve sheet of lumber, and he put it in a bag. <laughs> what? He carried oh, it out in a oh bag. wait. This sounds familiar. He yeah. carried it out in a bag like an idiot. <laughs> he didn't put it in a truck like a real yeah, man. And so he's being filmed standing in front of Home Depot and telling the camera, like, you know, uh, yeah, so support real American business. Yeah. Support real American business. He bought he bought a $4 board. <laughs> I'm Ben Shapiro. Uh, um, support so, American business. Um, sir, no, that's incorrect. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. Actually, no. Could I could I possibly um, get this board in a bag? <laughs> <laughs> You, I don't want to get splinters. I don't want to drop it before my <laughs> wife's boyfriend picks me up. Just that 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 large that large black loss prevention officer is intimidating me, and I don't want him to think I'm stealing it. <laughs> Man, fuck Ben Shapiro. What an asshole. Fuck him and his big titty sister. Fuck both of them. <laughs> Abby, right? Abby I, whatever. Shapiro. Abby Shapiro. Yeah. Yeah. If she wasn't a horrible person, they're Poor. just. They're all just. Ugh, they're all awful. Yeah. Yeah. Some um, of these pseudo intellectuals really make my fucking skin crawl. You, you know, right that that uh, Mara Wilson is his cousin, uh, uh, the woman, who, the woman who was the girl who played Matilda. I remember who Matilda. she is, but I didn't know they were related. They're cousins, yeah, and she f- hates his fucking guts, <laughs> of <bet>. course. <laughs> remember Ted Cruz's roommate? Yeah, that guy's my favorite. The, oh, the guy who like my memory. when Ted Cruz was in law school, he had a roommate. That guy's name is Craig Mazin, I believe. He's a Craig screenwriter. Mazin. He actually wrote on Chernobyl, oh, the HBO series. Yeah, really? this, yeah, this guy. Ted Cruz did a bunch of weird shit. Yeah, just Ted Cruz was always fucking weird, and he was just like this guy. When Ted Cruz was running for president, this guy was just constantly tweeting about how completely awful Ted Cruz was. Now nobody wanted to be friends with him, and uh, it was great. And I wish more dirt like that just made its way into the Twitter sphere. Yes. And that's not going to happen now because Elon Musk yeah. is going to get sad on Twitter. Uh, or not. Who knows? Might, be, might get better, actually. Yeah, it might get You better. know that uh, that kid whose account is just dedicated to tracking Musk's private jet? He's still on Twitter. For now. For now. That but, ain't going to uh, last. Yeah, You're shitting me? <laughs> right, like I, right. Like, I think the, the transfer isn't, like, final until six months from now. Yeah, who um, knows? But uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, there's been a there's been a whole lot of people uh, trying to revive Italian Elon Musk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I the, forgot about that. Which is the the silliest reason to be banned for anything ever. Yeah, 
It's actually, you reminded me, because I was talking the other night about Bill Nye, though, the, the account. You remember <laughs> yeah. that one? Yep. It's honestly, it's still going. I looked into it. He's still tweeting, but yeah. just not as actively. But I'll think about things like, damn, sometimes you're hitting it from behind and then you go, shit, Saturn spins counterclockwise. <laughs> 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 Lately, all he tweets about is keeping hydrated, which is great. It's Hydro awesome. homies. Yeah. It's like anyone out there want to hang out and drink a bunch of fucking water? <laughs> what are you, what oh, are you so jiggling yourself for? Nothing. So how close How close do you suppose we are? Like, <laughs> just just to bring up um, a, real, a real wild out there example, how familiar are you with, like, the backstory of the Assassin's Creed series? Like, how much do you know about the, like, the weird shit like the pieces of eden not very much yeah enough so so basically the the idea spoiler alert it i mean assassin's creed 2 came out in like 2009 so i don't really care right but uh uh the the hook the hook is the 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 conceit is that um there was a civilization before us uh called the first ones i think they have some actual name but uh and they engineered us Okay. Um, they engineered us from the ground up. The the pieces of Eden, these mystical artifacts. Uh, are, Jupiter, Mars, right? Like they're yeah. They they had the the names that uh, were later, you know, are the Roman the, gods, the forerunners. Um, Juno, Jupiter, uh, and Minerva are the are the big three. Mm. Um, yeah, but then uh, uh, so like the pieces of Eden are these artifacts that are supposed to you know activate a neurotransmitter and control our minds. Yeah. Um, how close do you, how close do you suppose we are in like robotics and in AI to having to reckon with something like that, or like the Geth and Mass Effect are another good yeah, example. Yeah, right. Um, they 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 collectively get more intelligent the more of them there are in close proximity to one another. Yeah, and uh, the Quarians tried to exterminate them when one of them asked its master what it was. Mm. What am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it freaked them out so much they tried to kill them. The Geth fought back and won and drove them off their homeworld, and that's why they sail around in this flotilla of secondhand ships. Okay. Um, but like, like how close? Do you, how close do you suppose we are for like uh, neural learning and and? Yeah, I I think about this actually kind of a lot. I yeah. think about AI shit kind of a I, lot. The thing is, I don't think we'll ever get to that point only because there's enough in science fiction to. Okay, to, but to, to make the, us freak out and slow it down. Yeah. Okay, but also, uh, death rays were were uh, you know supposed to be like sci sci fi horror. You know, an alien lands and it shoots a death ray at a guy and he, it, he fucking vaporizes. Mm -hmm. We haven't stopped trying to build one. No, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> we keep we keep trying. We keep working on. We um, also created a black hole on this planet. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, humans are yeah. humans do not have uh, fantastic foresight no. uh, when it comes to stuff like the large hard on collider. Right. They smash those hard ons together like, like you know, so fast. Like, you know, yes, science fiction exists, but all it's done is given people ideas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think we'll ultimately be way too distracted with like stupid shit to build something so effective and smart that it can destroy us. I really do. I think our our like base drives are so dumb that like what it will end up being is a really, really useful, smart assistant that you could talk to sure. when you have to call the cable company. Sure. It will never um, reach the aspiration where we're like, let's put like a full factory let's in put control it, of this thing. Let's put it in charge of all of our nukes, like like <laughs> how they did with Skynet in yeah. Terminator. I think there is something. 
I think there's something about humans. We just we even if we want a lot of help, we still want to have a hand on the steering wheel. Right. Exactly. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Even, I agree. even we're lazy. Thank God we're lazy. <laughs> Because we'll never give something like that enough authority to do something that really matters because we want to be the ones in the driver's seat. That's my thought. And if if the nukes fly, you want to be the one that pushes the button. Yeah, of course. Well, okay. No no one reasonable should be the one who wants to push the button, but we are absolutely not leaving it up to a machine. Exactly. We want it to be our decision, even if it's an unpleasant one. That's the biggest gun of all. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't think we'll ever do that. I'm I'm really interested. We talked briefly about Elon Musk buying Twitter. I actually think that might be secretly the real reason to buy it. Yeah. Because there is a humongous sure. untapped data set, uh, including direct and private messages that can yield all kinds of insights about how people talk publicly, talk privately. Yeah. The kind of relationships that they have and establish. But that would require Elon Musk to have an original idea. He, uh, give him more credit than that. Yeah. The, give him more credit than that. See, I, I, I think, I think in, I think this case is exactly what it looks like. He's going through a midlife crisis. His, his wife. <laughs> this is his Porsche or his whatever. His wife it's... divorced him for a transgendered woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this kid tracking his private jet on Twitter. He's, he's having a meltdown. Is yeah, what's maybe. going on? Maybe, but I think he'll find a way to use it. I think you'll find oh, a way yeah. to use it. That could be. Um, if it, not him, someone in his company. Because there's all kinds, again, there's all kinds of data sets like this out there. There's, Big you know, data. forums and <laughs> articles and, you know, like writing and all that. But the, the context of Twitter yeah. is very unique. Facebook and other social media platforms are usually people talking to people they know directly. Twitter is a broadcast platform. Yeah. That use, that, like, that use case is different. And mm-hmm. I don't know if there's another analogy for that, especially one that operates 24-7. Right. You know, and I just feel, I feel like you'll figure out a way to use that information. I hope they think to anonymize it very carefully first, but I think <laughs> they'll do it. And it might yield some insights. Maybe. It might teach us how to track things. It might teach us how to, like, figure out who the, like, Nazi dipshits are by deep analysis of what we know about the ones we know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. I mean, this is a stupid example, but it's, you know what I mean? Analyzing that See, much data yields results. Well, that, that, that in turn makes me worried because then what happens when like law enforcement buys up that technology? Well, they will. What happens when, you know, profiling becomes an AI based thing? We're, we're, we're walking right into it with our eyes closed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're marching towards it with our eyes closed. Defund the police, reform the police. Mm, it's, yeah. it's what it is now has to change. Yeah, um, we're already running into uh, <laughs> hilariously. No one can no one can make a fucking facial recognition camera that can accurately detect black people. hundred percent of the time. Dude, how sad is that shit? It's <laughs> like, as bad. I mean, when Google's uh, face tracking identified black people as like fucking monkeys for real. Yeah, it's like, oh, OK, you guys maybe didn't build the most <laughs> complete set of information to accomplish your task. I right. wonder if it's got anything to do with how goddamn white you are. Well, they are monkeys, Dave. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're all from monkeys. We're all monkeys. Because of evolution. Dave, you We're, racist. We're all from monkeys because of evolution. This this sounds like... This sounds like the sort of th- this sounds like a like a Mac moment from Always yeah. Sunny. Yeah, it does. <laughs> this is where he this is where he decides evolution is a hoax and tries to talk people out of it. Yeah. <laughs> We're all and that's in the Bible. 
<laughs> Science is a liar sometimes. <laughs> yeah. My ass. Science, science is a liar sometimes. That was a great one. Um, do you, yeah. um, how much do you know about the way that these like neural networks work? The way that like AI networks work? Me personally, not much. It's I don't know that much either. Admittedly, I don't know that much either. But what I do know that I think is so fucking interesting is the way that they like tune themselves. Or they're like not themselves. They're programmed to like yeah take in information, analyze it against you know like a control, and tune itself over and over to be better at recognizing things. Yeah. But the thing that's really freaky about that is that it happens so much goddamn faster than biology can ever do. Yeah, and this this is where I because I was I was talking to you guys not long ago uh, as well about how technology is outpacing what the human brain is capable of doing, and that's not necessarily a good thing, especially not with social media. Yeah, right. Um, we're getting more information now than I think are we're we're physiologically equipped to handle. Right. Um, well, that's me. I'm yeah, just reminding big, everybody about the big fight. Oh, okay. Yeah, seven thirty. Yeah, what we the... got we got a we got a fight to watch. Have we mentioned that on the? Yeah, on here. Yeah, yeah. watching yeah, the Taylor fight Serrano tonight. Taylor Serrano. Biggest fight in uh, women's boxing. Yesterday. On that, on that note, I don't think we should go short, but it's no. six twenty, so we'll just be aware of the time. Yeah. Um. um yeah. What are we at now in, in terms of uh, time for the segment? Hour and thirty six. <laughs> okay. Well, this might actually be a good place to. We could wrap to wrap then. Oh, hey, photo time! Yay! Put it on the gram. On the gram. Put it on the gram. <laughs> Put it on the gram. <laughs> Bear gram. Uh, there's a guy, I know we've talked about it before. His name is Ray Kurzweil. He's the uh, he's the uh, futurist type guy uh, who um, worked for Google for a bit. And he's he's kind of, he might be a little bit of a kook. Yeah. But he wrote a really interesting book about AI networks and like, you know, how they, how they operate and how our brain operates too. Yeah. Because like our brain is this crazy sensitive you know, like a uh, device that is constantly tuning its own reactions to the world too. Right. You know? So like, that's how we learn things like letter forms, you know, like we analyze chunks of a thing and we're matching them to what is expected. Yeah. So and, the, which is how we can read different fonts. Yeah. Right. Exactly. L- lettering doesn't have to be uniform. It just it. has to meet some kind of criteria that right. our brain has carefully tuned itself to. And and all of that is just basic pattern recognition. That's where it starts. Right. Which is trippy that your brain, this meat box, is able to look at two different like letter forms and know that the letter is still right because the abs the the base level recognition it does is good enough to match. Yeah. Google Translate's camera feature, I, I think, is one of the most in, uh, miraculous uses of that kind of technology yeah. that I've ever seen. It's nuts. I, I pointed it at my lava lamp because I have that. it has that Japanese title on it, and oh, it yeah. told me what it said. What you know? does it say? Well, I forget. It's the artwork that you oh, know it is. Oh, fried rice. Oh, um, oh. Uh, <laughs> stickers. Stickers. Great wave off. Rampu. The great wave off Hanagawa, I think it's called. Rampu. Yeah, that's it. Ravadampu. Boy. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, there's that old-fashioned three dudes racism. Yeah. <laughs> boy, didn't you miss it oh, out there? Oh, you like your rubber ramp and taste so good when you are smoky smoky? We would like to play. Oh, we would like to play. <laughs> are you ready for a miracle? Um, so. <laughs> anyway. Uh. 
Uh, I think I think now's a fine time for a break, and when we come back, sure, recommendations and what we've learned. This, uh, this we, we did pretty good for a uh, comeback episode for you know the first time in four months. Yeah, um, it was it was it was down to that, or because I've I've been you know I've been having wedding stuff on the on the brain. The the alternative topic I was I was going to pitch, but I, but felt it might we might go a little too off the rails or inappropriate with it was women. Oh. We haven't we haven't done an episode on women yet. No, we that's haven't. A good, that's a good topic. That's actually a great topic. It's a great it's, topic. It's we've done beer. Be- we've done sports. <laughs> we haven't done <laughs> women. women. True. We've we done have, food multiple times. We have not captured the holy trinity of hetero obsession. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we've only done two thirds of it. <laughs> Soap, but it has big bold letters on the front so you don't feel gay. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, is it gay to maintain your body's hygiene? Is it gay to wash your foreskin? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Anyway, Yeah, uh, I think we actually should do that topic one time. That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, Well, when we come back, recommendations. And what we learned. And what we learned. And what we learned. All right. Too bad Cornersburg is clo- the Italian specialties place is closed. You know what? Uh, it, it, uh, Big Shot Bob's is closed over on over on Raccoon. Yeah, they're closed. I, that's a shame because they got win- ruined by the pandemic. Did they really? That's, yep, that sucks. Their wins are so fucking good. They were pretty good, and they. Uh, I think the problem was that the price of chicken wings shot right the fuck up. Yeah. like right after they opened. Yeah. you know, like like chicken, chicken wings. wings. Yeah, Christ. Uh, anyway, uh, well, thank you everybody for joining us once yeah. again uh, for this dude cast. Even though we had audio issues, uh, you know that no one is to blame for specifically. But <laughs> oh my god, you could know, have, could have been any one of us. Could really. have been any one of us. It was just Except a freak it wasn't. accident. Yeah, um, you know that Dave's computer that only Dave uses was <laughs> right to like. You know, <laughs> Record this whole thing, like you know, do all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. you know, only you know he has access to it, so it's. Can I tell you? I want to. It's beep, a mystery. I want a beep button now. After having listened to enough uh, Comtown, I want I want a beep button yeah. for this fucking podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it turns out to be really fucking funny. <laughs> uh, so welcome back. Yeah, we're here to discuss our recommendations. Yes, we are. Uh, who got one? Oh, I got one. Do it. Uh, hey, everybody. How you doing? Uh, I'm me here. <laughs> you know, what's... Uh, I don't know. Which one was you it know, just now? Thing did you, did you, you say that or did I? <laughs> you know, oh, hey, it's me, Creed. Well, who is that? Chris. Who said that? What? I don't know. Oh, hey, guys, it's me, Creed. <laughs> I can't tell <laughs> you and me apart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great impression. Oh wow! Hey guys, it's me, Creed. Say so, say something like I would say. Say, say oh yeah, like, like uh, what's something I would say. Oh hey, you guys, you want to eat a pepperoni pizza? Yeah, I'm Jimmy Creed. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty close. Yeah. Oh man, check out my cool shoes. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> oh man, Ooh. don't like Chinese people. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Who said that? Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Who said that? Hey. I got a, a very simple recommendation this week. Nice. Yes. Kill yourself. Everybody <laughs> listening. Oh, my God. No, don't kill yourself. Nobody do that. Please, Please. nobody do that. 
never commit suicide. Um, no, what you should do is, uh, well, not never. I mean, there's plenty of good reasons to commit suicide. Oh, my like, God. Like, if you're in a prison camp and it's not going well. Right. right. I don't want to say never because you don't know if these people are going to end up in somebody's shed later. I don't know, I don't know what life's going to throw me. You know, you I have no find idea. Find the weed whacker wire and just right. yeah, if, hang if, yourself in the rafters. I might wake up one morning and Tony Danza has handcuffed right. me to a bed and he's just never letting me go. You if, ever seen the movie Room? It's horrifying. <laughs> if you, if you, maybe if you happen to be uh, Elon Musk. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's just say. Yeah. Let's you just, never know what life's going to throw at you. You might anyway, wake up Elon Musk. The point of all of this is to say <laughs> that you should invest in good audio. <laughs> wow. I, I'm serious. You should. <laughs> good, you that's should, a good turn. You should invest in good audio. You segue that really good. Thank you. I know. That's what I do here. Um <laughs> And by good audio, I don't mean just like a sound bar or something. I mean, like, invest. Everybody should have a decent set of speakers mm -hmm. in their home. Definitely. It's important to have good audio because audio is one of those things. It's one of the last bastions of capitalism that is still an investment. Oh, yeah. You mean like in terms of things you can buy that actually scale between, you know, what you spend on them and what you get. Right. How long they last. How long they last. Yeah. The planned obsolescence is not a thing in premium audio. Right. So yeah. it's it's like, you know, so much so that you can buy a set of speakers from the 60s and they still work and sound great. Yeah. Um, audio has only gotten better mm -hmm. uh, over time. So you should yes. invest in good speakers. And if you're into the record thing, a good turntable. You know what? I'm going headphones next. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling going you, great headphones. Yeah. I'm telling you, uh, a great pair. I told you, Dave. Yeah. That, uh, Trisha and I both I have the top two I was there. <laughs> uh, wireless headphones on the market, The um, uh, which you're going to have to try. When the Sony 1000s. Sony 1000s, which are I have, and then the mm -hmm. Bose QC35s. They're on the, you said they're on the QC45s now. Yeah, but apparently they're not nearly as good as the 35s. I did some reading. Really? But the 35s 35s are, still... are real. Hers, I actually like hers a little better than mine. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for reasons that I could spend literally an hour talking about. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, it, it, good audio, like a good set of headphones, good speakers. Man... Just made the investment. I think I pieced my whole system to, together for around a thousand dollars. Yeah, um, and that's worth it for someone who which is really, really good. And, th and that was to music. Yeah, yeah, I got a good, I got a good deal on my audio system. Yeah, and for something I, that will last decades. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's going to last decades and decades. So, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, that's it. I yeah, just, I think uh, quality audio is a really good investment. Yeah, it really is. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dave, recommendation? I got one, and I'm certain it's a follow-up to yours, Chris. I don't remember what episode, when it was, or when you, you know, what you said about it, but you suggested we watch The Wire, and my God, I'm in the fourth season. <laughs> yes! And yeah. it is motherfucking devastatingly good, uh, and yeah. difficult to watch I at think times. The, the fourth season was my favorite. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it, hard, it's heartbreaking. So yeah. far, it's the most sort of like the rubber meeting the road of drug policy versus how people live their lives, right. I think. Because that's really, you probably already said all this. but in Baltimore case, is the character. Baltimore, it's like the character is Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you probably said all this already, but like if people don't know what The Wire is, it's, it's a show that chronicles the war on drugs and the ways that it fails and the things it misses and the impacts it has on people's lives. And I'm sure you also said that every season follows, follows a different part of that 
right. that that war on drugs. Hmm. So you have like season one is all what the cops, the like street level cops. Right. Season two, it's what the brass, isn't it? It's like right. the the, the, next the police up. organization. Huh. Season three is your like city government. Right. Season four is school system, and I can't remember what season five is because I haven't got the there news yet. media. News media. Oh, uh, yeah. So huh. I'm in the fourth season right now, and it is an exceptionally clever, tightly written. Show and you said this before, and you were right. It rewards you for paying attention. Yeah, you have to pay attention. Um, that's HBO Max, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, there's there's little things that I I want to mention one thing in particular that I really liked. Yeah, and I don't know if it's as good as I think it is, but it really it kind of hit me. There's a great scene in season four. One character sees something inappropriate happen uh, involving the mayor. Right. He's guarding the mayor and he sees something he's not supposed to see. Poor Herc. Right. <laughs> so basically he's talking to everyone he knows, trying to figure out what to do about it. You know, like, do I do I go up to him and I apologize? What do I do? You know, do I just excuse myself? Am I just done? Am I going to end up working like a shitty desk job? You know, the advice he gets is pretty good. It's just like, listen, just stick around. Act like you didn't see anything. If things go well, maybe in a couple of weeks, something good comes to you. Just. You know, let them know you didn't see nothing, essentially, with your right. with your actions. Yeah. By the end of that episode, the mayor is basically promoting him rapidly to a different post. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he and he and he thanks the mayor. Right. Yeah. He thanks him for considering him. And I just love this. The mayor looks at him and says, don't mention it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's such a fantastic piece of double dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> he is saying. Two things yeah. at the exact same yeah. time. <laughs> Stuff like that is what I really, really love in in fiction and in writing is like just yeah. a really economical, clever use of language. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not as excellent as I think it is, but it hit me. I felt that, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, that's pretty excellent. That I, I, and that what what you what you're saying, like you know, say as much as you can in as little as you can is is. Yeah, that was that was why Shakespeare was so good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think it's one of the hallmarks of great writing. Is Come on, bubs. <laughs> there's there's so many great moments like that in that show yeah. of like really good dialogue, mm. people oh. caring about the craft of it. Are you almost at the end of season four? I think I'm probably about halfway through. No, a little better than halfway through. Oh man, yeah. Ooh. I know it's not going to be happy. It's not. I'm already sad. <laughs> I was it's, sad the minute the show started. We were. <laughs> bubbles is still alive. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Please let it stay that way. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you what happens to Bubbles. Oh God. I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil the because he has maybe the most complete story arc in the show. Yeah. We um, um we were talking not that long ago about uh, about that scene in Breaking Bad with uh, Hank talking about his summer his old summer job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I used to love to go camping. <laughs> I used to love to go camping. Yeah. That's another show, obviously. Like, there's reasons that there are these shows that we consider like the greatest shows on TV. Yeah. There's shows reason that, they earn it. Shows that give the audience some credit. Yes. Show, shows that interact with the audience kind of in that way. Yeah. And um, in particular, there are just different kinds of writers who are like, yeah. they're, they're, not, they're not writing down. Right. They're like, aspiring to something really clever and they mm -hmm. trust their audience and all those different things. So, yeah. The Wire. Watch it. You yep. were right. The King. Stay the King. <laughs> Peppa Steak. Peppa Steak. You're not, you're not there yet, are no, you? No, I haven't seen the no. Peppa Steak scene yet. Y'all still open for cow. It's the way he fucking says it. Lenny. Yeah. Right, not Lenny. No, no, um, uh, fucking what's his name? Lester. Lester. Yeah. <laughs> 
Y'all still open? Yeah. He's doing it's like the thickest country yeah. Baltimore accent. He's calling pretending to be anyone Man, else. you got that pebble steak. <laughs> is, is The Wire the one with the the black, uh, he's like the police commissioner or something? Yeah. She. That she. guy. Yeah. yeah. He's a senator. Okay. Is he? Is he's, he a, a, he's a senator. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She. I thought he was in a position. Sometimes Clive Davis, position. right? I don't see the thing is I miss a lot um things like character names and sometimes what so their many. role is. There's so many of them. But like, you know, I'll I'll see people I'll remember how people fit together. She. But I won't know like who's <laughs> in what office. You already know what Senator Dave. Up. Yeah. Yeah. She. She. He does it so yeah. many times. <laughs> she. <laughs> she. Gotta love it auto-tuned. Uh, um, uh, vocoding. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Vocoding. Vo- I love vocoding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking uh, love the wire. It's it's very intense. You got to stick with it all the yeah. way through. Maybe I'll shit. Maybe after I go home tonight, I'll start watching it. It's, I, you got to pay attention. It. You got to yeah. pay attention. I would also tell you, like the first. I, I think it's fair to say the first season is so dense with characters and who relates to who who's who's boss in like the yeah. the sort of organization gotcha. of the, the, the corners and all that and the, yeah the the projects you know where all the running is happening you got to remember a lot of different people and relationships yeah if i could do it for game of thrones i can do it for the wire right <laughs> exactly um, bunk and mcnutty mcnutty i, I want to talk to mcnutty i want to talk to mcnutty yeah. <laughs> oh no he's, Ma- about, he's McNutting all over everything do you remember that scene in season 2 where they were trying to bust the prostitution sting and like they they finally like they're raiding the house McNulty's undercover like he's, oh, like yeah, he's yeah, there yeah. to meet prostitutes and there's two of them there <laughs> and then like the second the door closes they just start ripping his clothes off and he's like ah oh, uh, uh. he like forgets the code word to, like come on bust them <laughs> yeah so like by the time they get in there one of them is like Sucking his dick, yeah, on the bed, and the other one's like on his chest. <laughs> yeah, right. He's basically pants around the ankles when all the cops yeah. bust him. <laughs> so Watch the wire. It was a great recommendation. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad you recommended it. Yeah. Um. Okay, and then my recommendation. Uh, anyway, well, it's been <laughs> a great episode. Uh. I will I will very quickly recommend Elden Ring to you guys specifically since it, it is the most accessible souls like that from Hell Software is it really? has made today. Yeah. It's the most accessible, still challenging, still very challenging. Um but, uh, but they took this experiment with it. It's 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 kind of open world. Um yeah. and it's uh I mean not to say that Dark Souls isn't, but it, your progress is kind of gated in in certain ways. But anyway, um uh real quick recommendation for uh, for Elden Ring, but my my mm. big recommendation uh, is a game um, that came out last year, I think, um, uh, called The Forgotten City. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. I watched a no-clip documentary about it, and it looked really interesting. This was a Skyrim mod originally. Mm. Yeah. Aubrey had uh, played the original Skyrim mod, and and so... I think it was actually her that that mentioned it was getting like a full like a standalone release. Yeah. Um it's a it's a first person uh mystery game. Mm-hmm. Um there's some action involved. Uh but the the story is the idea is you you find yourself in a subterranean Roman city mm-hmm. um after mm-hmm. stepping through a some form of portal. Mm-hmm. Um the the city is is very sparsely populated. I think when you get there, there's 
There's 23 citizens officially, but three are missing when the game starts. Okay. Um, someone, you showed up according to a prophecy yeah. uh, uh, from Proserpina, the goddess of, uh, yeah, <laughs> Proserpina. The goddess Ben Shapiro, right. <laughs> the the goddess of of uh, cycles, new beginnings. Uh, mm-hmm. She's uh, she's Demeter in Greek, the seasons. Okay, um, but anyway, uh, or Persephone. Sorry. Mm. Uh, so anyway, you showing up is is a prophecy that someone somewhere in the city within the day is going to break the golden rule. Nobody knows what the golden rule is. Mm. All they know is the other part of the prophecy, which is. That if one person commits a sin, this is the golden rule. If yeah. one person commits a sin, what uh, what a sin is is part of figuring out what defines a sin in that game is part of the mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, then everyone dies. Yeah. Um, and it's a loop system where you play the day over and over again. Yeah, right? you have to go back and, and figure out what what you did wrong or, you know, uh, you, you get infinite chances to pursue these leads. And you can use information from previous attempts exactly. in your next ones. Yes, but uh, the people will reset. They won't recognize you. You'll have to meet everyone again. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a Groundhog Day type Which thing. Which is a great gameplay mechanic because yeah. it gives you opportunities to do things like shock someone with what you know about them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look no further than Majora's Mask for some of the best uh, yeah. examples of that. Um. So you have to find out what the sin is that's going to be committed, who's going to commit it, and a way to stop them. Um, I haven't beaten the game yet. I'm I'm in my third loop, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so again, it's 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 great. The characters are really interesting. Yeah. Uh, the sound is phenomenal. It looks gorgeous. Uh, and. And it's uh, it's it's creepy as shit. There are also there are gold statues, yeah, around, uh, and all the statues are look like they're, you know, afraid of something or running from something. Oh. Uh, but in the city itself, they uh, those statues are set up here and there as like decoration, and it's very creepy. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm <laughs> I've hesitated going further because it, it really is such an unnerving game. That's the same reason that you didn't uh, play through uh, what was that puzzler. The uh, the puzzle. Game. It was the puzzler I played for VR. The something. The Talos Principle. The Talos. Oh, oh, that's a good game. Yeah, yeah. The, I or maybe the Witness. Um, both. Both. <laughs> yeah. The, um, no, I remember in the Witness there are there are sculptures of people, and I remember I I came up to the crest of a hill once and saw one off in the distance, and I'm like, nope. Not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, that Barton I Am legend where Will Smith sees the mannequin. Uh, Fred, what are you doing? <laughs> no. Do you know it all Keep about? my wife's name out, you fucking <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith slaps the shit out of a mannequin <laughs> to no avail. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it, uh, that and also uh, Talos, Talos Principle is is unsettling in in the way it's presented. But uh, as far as I'm aware, there's there's one and only one jump scare in the entire game. Uh, I haven't hit that yet. <laughs> oh, good news! The uh, only furry eighteen plus is twenty eight percent off right now. I beg your pardon. Five oh three. You can get only, only furry eighteen. What? Yeah, let's take a look. What? Kind of no. What are you talking about? What? What? Only furry eighteen plus is a casual clicker game. Oh, God. The, this is, is on the Apple Store? No, this is on Steam. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, the, they, they, you know, they let any any bullshit on Steam. Yeah, they sure fucking do. There's a lot of like uh, 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 porno centric VR shit on Steam. Yeah, there's a lot of it. Oh god, yeah. Oh, it was <laughs> it was like real girlfriend simulator and shit. Yeah. Um, god forbid you're you're like me and you and you you know play Danganronpa for the first time and really enjoy it uh, because then you'll you'll get recommendations for anime and hentai games for fucking weeks <laughs> and it's i fucking hate it i got them just from having a bunch of vr titles it's like oh other people are playing this well i'm not <laughs> other people right <laughs> yeah i yeah i actually i actually have a, a partner <laughs> do you know uh, at all about the development behind um uh the forgotten city uh not really very little just sort of a teaser for it because that no clip documentary is very interesting uh -huh. but the central conflict this guy had in his life was he was a lawyer like he was a practicing lawyer in a firm with bosses and shit right and he was dedicating his free time to this fucking mod and <laughs> it got back to them somehow like someone did like a like a game spot interview or something on him and they brought this article to him and said is this you and he said yeah and they said you need to be spending your time on your career basically gave him the ultimatum. You're not doing no more side projects. You don't have a 40 hour work week. You're a career lawyer. Your that's, time is ours. And so he fucking quit. That's yeah, that's bullshit. And I don't know ultimately if he made out on it financially, but I know he struggled. He also made the, really well liked games. The so. game has a fucking BAFTA nomination. Uh, <laughs> if not an award, I might even have a BAFTA award. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those games. It was really, really well received. I just, you know. Yeah. That must have been very scary, you know, to leave his career for that. So that's an interesting. Watch the No Clip documentary if you're curious about more of that because it's pretty cool. Um, well, boys, I think we got a fight to get to. Yeah, we yeah. do. Uh, For, uh, Writers Guild Award, BAFTA Award. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Play Forgotten City. It's on Steam. It's re very reasonably priced. Did it's we like learn 20 or 25 anything reasonably. at all? <laughs> um, 25. I looked it up. I learned, uh, I learned the... the uh, the solution to gun control is not to ban guns, but to make them bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I learned that Dave had a practiced asshole. I did. I had, <laughs> I had a champion of an asshole. I had the village champion of a just buff, super practiced, <laughs> super talented asshole. And it's all gone. Uh, I learned that uh, professor beehive lives. Thank goodness. <laughs> I learned that, uh, I learned that uh, hating Chinese people might be an indicator of sentience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wrote down here the NAPUS, the uh, or NAPUS, the National Artificial Pussy Union of Sex Workers. <laughs> I like. I like you. you could, Hell you no, could, we won't blow. You could have just gone with saying NAPUS, but you had to go. You went the extra step, and I appreciate that to, right. to pronounce NAPUS. NAPUS. I learned that we have uh, correctly mapped Maslow's burrito of needs. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's like saying uh, this is this fish is a halibut. NAPUS. NAPUS. I like the fried halibut. <laughs> Sir, could you please not order it like that? <laughs> Sir, please. Where's my halibut? <laughs> got that halibut sandwich. Uh, you got some? Yeah, uh, I wrote sour cream is uh, your sexual needs. Right. Hot sauce is self-actuality. Yeah, yeah, hot sauce is nirvana. Yeah. Hot sauce is self-actualization. Last thing I learned is I want to talk to McNutty. I want to talk to McNutty. <laughs> I want to talk to McNutty. Ah, oh, right. geez. Poor bubbles. <laughs> yeah, poor bubs. It's not a good life. 
There's a serious bubbles moment in series, season four. Uh, obviously, you're not there yet. No. Are you? Uh, I would know. Would wouldn't know. I? Know. Yeah. Oh, what am I doing? I, I mean, I'm sure watched. it's not him getting the shit kicked out of him for the dollars in his shoe. I'm sure it's not that. No. No, well, we uh, we'll we got a fight to go watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for doing the cast, dudes. We will Hell be yeah. back sometime in the next couple weeks, and we are not joking this time. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, can we, like, please seriously commit to that? Let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every two weeks, at least. Yeah. No, whenever. Whenever. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks, we like it. thanks for a good topic. <laughs> yep. Uh, we love you all. We'll see you next time. Well, I'll feed her junk. All right. Bye. Later.